Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we've got our guy, uh, Joe Lednowski, uh, who is from Pennsylvania Sports Network Midday Show. Uh, Joe, I got to be honest with you. Um, it's c- quite interesting, the aftermath and the discussion when a Live golfer wins the PGA Tour. I mean, wins the PGA, uh, you know, championship. I go with either Polly or Zeiser. Which one do you prefer? Either one works. You can call it guys like uh, you know, fr- friends of mine, people that I I know and like and respect. They can call me Polly. You and Joel can call me Polly. It wouldn't well, bother me, right? Thanks, thank you. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. See, I. I can't, I can't get caught up in it, Paul, because it doesn't I mean it, like this now is a guy that has won his fifth major and he's in a, in a different tax bracket, literally and figuratively. The the live thing to me is a non non deal because the, the people that scream the loudest about the live is the, the fact that they have everything to lose. And that's the the people that are employed by, say, Golf Channel, or you know, if if the PGA Tour is somehow bumped down a peg or two, then they they're the ones that you know may have to you know cover their hair and their eyes while while the room explodes. But the reality is this, and I think it's this simple: the the story now in in terms of is there going to be acceptance? Is there going to be pushback? Well is the rules are the rules and Brooks Kepka now is going to be exempt from majors from, you know, here to, to kingdom come the guy that the guy that's really in the, in the hot seat right now is Zach Johnson, because I, I believe that Kepka is now number two in the Ryder cup standings. And he made comments prior and he didn't, he didn't leave himself much wiggle room. So it's going to be interesting to see how that that, that plays out moving forward. But now, right. I don't, Zach Johnson but, for the Ryder Cup. Yeah, he's the president. He's right. the, the, right. the, the the captain of the Ryder Cup, and basically said that I'm not going to use any captain's picks if they play their way in. They play their way in. Well, you know Brooks Kepka, who once upon a time was the best player in the world by a lot, right now is is trending in that direction. Um, I, I can't downplay Scotty Scheffler because his his three year heater just continues. That guy has been unbelievable, but you know, I, what, what do you, I mean, why does the live get credit? Like, I don't know. 
Well, I, I I'll know. tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because a lot of people uh, ridiculed these guys and said that you're not playing. It was, play- all, it was oh. only people with something to lose. No, like no, well, no, no. There was a lot of people that were golf fans and golf observers and golf media who said these guys will not be able to compete in majors because they're not playing serious golf at a high level every single week and they're only playing 54 holes. Well, I think the last two majors have kind of blown a hole in that theory. Well, no, it hasn't because it, that guy still – I mean, that guy was a four-time major champ prior to joining the Live Tour. I understand that, tour. but the point was that going to the Live Tour, they would not be prepared to play in majors like the guys on the PGA Tour who every week have to play these kinds of fields and play against these this kind of competition and, by, and play four days. Well, in the last two majors, we've had three Live golfers – finish in the top uh, three in the top five in the Masters and three in the top ten in, in, in the PGA, I think that that probably it, it blows a hole in the idea that somehow these guys aren't being prepared uh, for, for majors by playing, you know, the live format. Well, I, I never really took issue with the live, but, but here's, here's the argument that is, is the reality, right? And the fact of the matter is, is Brooks Kepka didn't prove anything by by winning. Brooks Kepka had already won. You know, Bryson DeChambeau has already won. Sergio has already won. You know, there's a lot of guys, you know, Dustin Johnson has <laughs> already won. Let me know when I don't know. Let me know when Sebastian Munoz. Right, but but my point wins. is my point well, is what I'm saying is is that the, the, those guys already know what the deep end of the pool feels like. Right, those but the point is, Joe, wait, hold up, Joe. The point is people are saying by going to the Live Tour, they're not competing at a high level anymore. They're not going to be sharp enough. They're not going to have the preparation that the PGA guys have to play and compete in majors. The problem is that's not been the case. Well, see, this is where I disagree. What I'm saying, What I'm saying is, the guys that have the proven track record are are, are going to contend. Well, when you talk about the not being tested, it's the names that I mentioned. You know, when is Cameron Tringali getting better competition than he did when he was on tour? Uh, no, he's just getting paid more for not being any good. Carlos Ortiz, Joaquin Neiman, like all these guys that had a chance or were or budding young stars that took the bag and ran, and Avon Lahiri comes to mind. Danny Lee comes to mind. These guys were supposed to be the up-and-comers. Well, they chased the money and left. Now, are they going to understand? Martin Keimer knows what it takes to win a major. Henrik Stenson knows what it takes to win a major. Do they have it in the bag? That's up for debate. It's all the other guys, because let's be honest, a lot of the guys that are on Live Tour, the headliners, are aging no, but there's a whole out. lot of guys that, that are on the PGA Tour that are, you know, outside the top 50 that will never sniff a major. I mean, there, there's good, well, there's good I, players and no, bad. That, there's, that, there are good players and bad players. We're in agreement with that. The, the, the notion that they're not being tested, like Brooks Kepka, Brooks Kepka could sit at home on his couch and do what? Because let's, let's, he told you when he played on tour that he didn't give a damn about regular events. He only cared about the majors. So, I mean, nothing has changed for Brooks Kepka other than he's getting paid more. Now his wife's in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. I'm talking about the guys that you've never heard of that have taken the money 
that aren't necessarily being challenged because it's a lot of these guys are on the back side of their career, you know, Sergio and you know, a lot of them. What what happens to the also rands when they learn how to become pros? The, the the PGA tour is still the highest stakes. It's real money. It's paid money. It's not it's not guaranteed money that they're working back off of like a lot of the rumored deals are with with the with the live tour. Now, I mean, it, and and the fact that it, it's a lot easier to play in front of tens of people and know that no one's watching you at all on television versus being in a PGA tour event when there's thousands of people there and millions of people watching. That's a big difference. It is. Do you buy the uh, the theory that the Michael Block story was so blown out of proportion and such a big deal uh, in order because PV execs wanted to take away from the fact that Brooks Kepko was winning? Uh, That's not TV execs. The TV execs don't care. That's PGA Tour. I I would, uh, yes, I would buy that all day long. Um, Now, I don't think it was a conspiracy theory that he had the hole-in-one. I don't think it's a conspiracy theory that he played really well. But do I believe that that was built up and done on purpose? 1,000%. I believe that was done on purpose. Now, is it a story? Did it warrant it? Yes. But is it a story warranting that, you know, the PGA Tour today is tweeting out the featured groups and the pairing for this week, I don't even know where they're playing, that Michael Block is in his tee time is posted? Yeah, I am not buying that one, Paul. Yeah, I was just wondering. I mean, there there are people that 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 that, that believe that. There's the other the other theory that uh, um, part of the reason the ratings were down is because PGA Tour fans would you know did not want to tune in to watch a live guy win. Do you buy that? No, I don't buy that at all. I mean, here's the deal: Brooks Kepka is still one of the best players in the world, and when healthy, like he is now, is is one of Top five, I mean, right. you know, his good, his good's up there with anybody's good. And this, this has always been my issue. And we've talked about this on this show, on my show and, and off the air, just, you know, BS it. Like I, I, I have a real hard time understanding how, you know, NBC who, you know, is the parent company. Well, one of the used to be parent company, but now it's what Comcast, but anyway, a derivative golf channel allows Brandel Chambly to go on there and pontificate and pontificate and pontificate. And I like Brandel Chambly, but when it comes to this issue, he's an idiot. Because then they go to break, and then Taylor Made runs a commercial, which Golf Channel is taking money from that <coughs> Dustin Johnson happens to be featured in. And then they show the, the, the Dubai Open. Well, what's the difference? And, oh, by the way, NBC had no qualms with the Olympics in Beijing. Like, if you're going to be the moral compass, it can only be activated in certain instances. It doesn't change the fact that, Paul, that the original backlash and 100% of the backlash and the sole purpose of the backlash and the outcry had everything to do with the live tour and all that money was a viable threat to the PGA Tour. Look at the names that it took. The reality is is to pretend that they give a damn about some, you know, whatever. I'm not, I mean, so I'm not why, well, how do you explain the ratings being so far down for this event? I, I don't, I'm not going to, I don't think it's, I don't, I don't think that Brooks Kepka was ever a likable guy. <laughs> like I, there's a, there's a 
big difference in when, you know, the story and the narrative can be pushed. Like, Ricky Fowler is like a Kardashian. Ricky Fowler's popularity is a lot closer to the likes of, of Tiger than Bruce Kepka. So, like, I, I do think that, that the golf fan or, or the non-traditional golf fan, which is going to move the number, right? Like, what, what, do you think, what do you think a Nuggets heat final, even though it might be a great series, is going to get versus whether it's a Lakers Celtics fan? So, it's, it's Ricky and Rory versus, you know, Peter Uline and Brooks Kepka, even though it could be the best golf you've ever seen, it's not Ricky and Rory. So I, I think that has a lot to do with it. But I'll be honest with you, I, I'm not going to not watch. Now, I'm certainly not going to, you know, watch the live and their pretend, you know, high-stakes game of poker over a PGA Tour event. I've never sought it out. But I've also done this now for, what, almost three years or two years, and I've never actually discussed any actual live golf. It's only the concept and the threat that we talk about. Right. Well, again, I mean, I, I, I've actually, uh, like I said, I, I just kind of find it amazing um, that uh, the PGA Tour and Jay Monahan haven't figured out that it's in their best interest to come up with some sort of a plan that where they work with the live tour like they work with all the other tours so that the, you know, so that this nonsense – can go away quickly. Well, I don't know if it's going to go away because you know the. It, I feel as if the, the European tour has has dug their heels in and done a better job in terms of how they're going to play this thing off. Like so, the Ryder Cup is the Europe basically the European tour versus the PGA tour, and you know obviously you have to be born in Europe to do so. Um, you know if if you're not on either tour, like I really. You know, to me, I think to me, I think that's what they should say, and you know, say the quiet part out loud. Even though Brooks Kepp certainly deserves to be on the team, um, like you're not a member of this tour, you're not a member of that tour. This is like a, a made-for-TV event, like all the other stuff. You, that's a, this is something you gave up when you took that bag. Like we, you're playing in the majors. But you don't you don't get to get all the money and and then be like oh yeah but I want more. This was part of the deal and what you signed up for. Which to me I don't understand why they would fight for that. I I mean didn't they didn't they go to the live to not be you know married to and tied down to all the events? Well, again, I, I, my, yeah, I, I mean my point is like I said, the PGA Tour, all of these other tours work together. They all work together. There's, you know, guys that play on two or three tours at a time and all that other stuff. And the only golfers that have gotten suspended by the PGA Tour are the live guys. So, to me, my point is, if you're Jay Monahan, the best interest of golf is to come up with some sort of a plan where, you you know, these guys get five or six exemptions to play in PGA events or whatever. Come up with some sort of a plan that works for everybody and move on with this because now it's just gotten to a point where it's kind of annoying and it's kind of silly. Well, my my annoyance is more with the, the the Shambles of the world talking about. Oh, can you believe they're taking money from them? Well, you know, look at you know look at communist China. You know, nobody cared about the the, the Uyghurs that were being you know put in the concentration camps amidst the the the, uh, the the Olympics. Well, it was you know the almighty dollar. And you know, where's Taylor made made you know where's Taylor made clubs made. Got news for you, it's not Carlsbad, California. You know, where's Nike clubs or Nike, you know, clothing or shoes 
made. Oh, you know, the, 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 the backlash was always of the threat, but the human rights was the guise uh, of the cover-up. Always. No, always. No question. No question about it. I mean, I think that that has always been, um, you know, to me, uh, you know, we, we've always talked about it, the virtue signaling that comes along with that kind of nonsense. It just gets to a point where, uh, you know, again, the, the biggest example was that NBC Sports, who owns the Golf Channel, you know, two months before they were, you know, shrieking about uh, the Live Tour, were, 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 were profiting, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars by showing the Olympics from China. So, please, you know, uh, they should have sat this one out. Now, on a different note, uh, Pat Narduzzi, uh, made some news this week uh, when he it was actually uh, two weeks ago when he actually didn't make the comments, but they were actually in print this week, uh, where he talked about Deion Sanders and basically said what he's doing is bad for college football. It's not the way things should go, uh, and specifically using the rule that says, said that the, the new rule that allows first-year coaches to essentially kick guys off the team as long as they offer to keep their scholarship in place. They can cut them, you know what I mean, and then you know re- re- regain the scholarship. Except uh, it, anyway, if you get cut from a team, though, you know you're like not likely to stay at, at the school. Obviously, with 52 or 54 guys or whatever it's been that he's run out of the program, uh, it's been a little excessive. How many games they win last year? One. Is this the way that you think guys should go every time there's a first-year coach? You should just basically, you know, it, it should become 70, 70 new players? Well, I mean, the problem is on a on a multitude of fronts. You know, guys like Pat Narduzzi, who, you know, as much as they complain about the transfer portal, utilize it. But, you know, but, as, but again, if you listen well, to his complaints, he's not I, complaining about the transfer portal. He's complaining about the abuse uh, of, the, of the rule by Deion Sanders. I feel like most of the time Narduzzi opens his mouth for public comment. It's complaining about something. So I'm a little bit jaded to the point. Now, in theory, it makes perfect sense. But the reality is, is that, you know, coaches leave players, you know, players dip when, when said coach leaves. So when a new coach comes in, the next logical, you know, every, every kid at Colorado that is there or been asked to leave is too dumb to realize they're not going to be a first-round pick in the NFL draft. So this this whole, you know, the, the luxury that the NCAA has given for, for player movement is arguably the least educated decision that the NCAA has ever made, regardless of how, how frequent or how or which side of the aisle you're on. I mean, that's that's the part that it is, is so terrifying. You know, the ACC has their magnificent seven. The transfer portal is no different. Everybody's trying to grab a seat when the music stops. Do I blame Deion Sanders? No. Do I blame the kids for leaving? No. This is a flawed system that the NCAA allowed. They set the rule. And in the rare occurrence, I do agree with Narduzzi. I just get tired of hearing making the, the statements about the, the transfer portal in or out, yada, yada, yada. But what what should be done when you when you get rid of a coach and you're one and eleven, and you're like, hey, yeah, you, we stunk last year. We got rid of the other guy. We're going to bring you in, but oh, by the way, you got to use the the same pieces that he had to use. 
Well, no, that's the whole point of the rule is to give them a little bit of flexibility. But there's a difference between, if you ask me, a little bit of flexibility and moving 55 or 60 guys or whatever it is when you take out the senior. Because the total number of guys that have left is 72. But there's about 14, I think, or something like that that are seniors. So everybody well, else. Well, let's go Let's go full circle here, Paul. When I, when I, I coach junior golf, I tell, I tell all the kids it's so important to learn the rules. Why? Because if you know the rules, you can use them to your advantage. Well, I mean, there's no question that he's doing that. But, again, I think that what Pat Narduzzi is saying is true. And that is if this becomes a precedent, if this becomes what happens, it's not good for it's not a good look for college athletics because, and here's the other part of it, and this is what I'll tell you, at the end of the day, these are still student athletes. No matter how many different ways we want to talk about NIL and money and this and that and other thing, and they're not amateurs and this and that and everything, they're still, at the end of the day, what you you know uh, 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 the they're they're still institutions of higher learning and they're still student athletes. And I don't I fundamentally don't disagree with you. Like just just like all the Big Ten coaches that are now all of a sudden you know screaming and hollering about November night games. Well, you don't get the hundred million dollars a year TV deal and then get to complain that you don't play games when you want to play. I mean the NFL they play games on Monday, they play games on Thursday, they play games on Saturday. Now, that's just the lay of the land. If you want the bag, you know, you're going to have to, you know, do the deal. Now, to your point, and again, I, I've said this from the beginning, and I think this is not a coaching rule. I think this is a transfer portal issue where, like, at what point do we have the 30 for 30 with, with all the kids that how how they, they chased the dream, then the coach left, and then they entered the portal, and they, you know, they never got what they thought they were going to get, and yada, yada, yada. I don't know what the right answer is. I, I don't know what the right answer is. But, you know, I totally get it from Dion's perspective. I, I get it not from Narduzzi's perspective, but I get it from the kid's perspective. Hey, yes, I was a freshman. Yes, I didn't play. Yes, we were 1-11. Yes, I'm in the portal. Where do I land? You know, being a Power 5 guy, you at least have a puncher's chance. But if you start getting into the group of five, the the 1% number even shrinks more. So, you know, the, when the when the music stops, I really really feel bad for a lot of kids. And, you know, the, the instance that is so cliché that nobody ever thinks of, you've done this with how many children? Don't pick the coach, pick the school. Joe, thank you so much, buddy. Let's do it again soon. I Polly, be good, brother. It's Joe Lenowski, the Pennsylvania Sports no, uh, Network Midday Show. I'm Paul Zeiss, 93.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.